There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Chameleon, which is actually a fascinating animal. Fascinating. <laughs> it really is. You know what's funny about the chameleon mm-hmm. is that, that that's not one of the only, you know, truly fascinating about the chameleon. What? It's the fact it's not one of the only, it's one of, it is an animal that changes colors, but it's not the only animal that changes colors. Many animals change colors and they actually. Are you talking about Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? That was five years ago, folks. You know, when I think about Rachel Dolezal is that, you know, maybe this is a hard opinion to start the show start on. Start with it. Um, but I feel like over time. You're going in. We're going to, I mean, this is about, we're really <laughs> going to get in the bad. Of, I, I think that she might regret some of her actions. Well, well I, you I, never I, know. It's because part of it, because, you know, I searched to change. I searched sure. to grow and change. It's like today, this really did happen today. Yeah, you, um, I mean, you're still wearing a shirt that says Beavis and Butthead, the same shirt you would have worn literally 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but okay. my style was because I'm trying to actually dress more like a child. Because when you were a child, you were so mature. I didn't. Well, when I was a child, I didn't get to. I didn't experience the joy that I wanted to experience. Now I get to have a boy like joy mm. at almost forty years old. Which again, as long as I'm married and I keep like, as long as we're not opening up, we're not going to get into trouble like Boy George did. I was reading about Boy George's crimes. I didn't know what he did. Let's very not strange. rehash the crimes um, of Boy George. All he really did was fall asleep on that pen. Do you remember that? He was on heroin and he yes. was giving an interview and then his nose was all dotted. You know what? There's a lot going on. It was the 80s. But uh, you know what I realized is that I was singing along to, to Wu-Tang, right? Yes. I was singing along to it. Great. Do you remember when we saw them at the comedy festival and they had to perform at 5 fucking p.m. and then comedians performed after Wu-Tang and the whole world was wrong? It really was. Um, but I discovered that every single time they say the N-word, right? Instead of me mm-hmm. saying it as I'm rapping along. Yeah, what do you say? Change it to fella. <laughs> Shame on a fella who's trying to run games on a fella. And then what you have to do is you have to then add like stuff to it. I mean, sometimes you have to change the other words to make that rhyme scheme How did work. you make it Italian? Well, it's, no, fella is like, because I know that that's what they mean, right? Is a right. fellow. Sure, yes. A, 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 someone a they know. A, a mate. Yeah, yes, a partner. A yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's why every single time I run across the N-word in a song, you just fella. throw a fella in there. Because then yeah. it's friendly. It's more friendly. And I feel like in the end, isn't that what the rappers really wanted? They Absolutely. wanted like more like they wanted to be more approachable. I mean, for some reason, fellas with attitude sounds again just like a but it sounds like a sandwich shop. Fellas but with attitude. Fellas sounds with attitude. Like, you know how they give like dumb groups in Congress like nicknames? Oh, yes. Like that's what that sounds like. Fellas with attitude. Fellas with attitude. The guy's like, they're really fighting for an extra electrical vehicle lane in the highways. I'm like, who fucking knows? Fellas with attitudes. Well, speaking of fellas with attitudes, welcome to Side Stories. Ben hanging out with Henry. Hope everyone's doing well out there. They better be. You all are certainly going to be doing better than Gary Glitter. <laughs> oh, my God. How long, how long was Gary Glitter? <laughs> Are out of jail for he was out of jail for 30 days okay now, gary glitter uh the the speaking what, of what we old know, school rock stars yes that is where this all started was that gary glitter we covered he got let out of jail on a 2015 charge i believe it was for it pedophilia. Was pedophilia yes it wasn't good um no. and so he was you know he was out of jail. He it was 38 the, uh, days he got out 
they immediately scooped him back up because he was discovered and immediately he re- he was recorded on a cell phone. I don't know right. whether or not somebody was either, a, as they should have, immediately narked him out or well, if he recorded himself on his cell phone. He's probably on probation, so they're no, probably recording him. He is not supposed to be anywhere near a computer. Right? No. Like, that's the whole thing. He's not supposed to be anywhere near a computer. And he immediately asked someone, how do I get on the onion now the onion it's not that satirical magazine from no. back in the day which uh is doing okay if you want to have a good laugh oh it's of very course, funny real headlines these days are goofier <laughs> than fiction but it's almost maddening it it's really almost is. at a point where it's sort of like throwing everything into chaos about how, like <laughs> then where does satire lie if every single thing is fucking over the top and everybody's a maniac but isn't it nice mr zabrowski to have a little bit of just Gary Glitter, still pedophile. You know, if <laughs> something he changed, stays the same, if all of a sudden he changed, well, yeah, like, and uh, next thing you know, he's in the Senate, uh, and he's like, I'm so sorry, but like, what's wrong? So Gary Glitter, doing what Gary Glitter does, immediately searched The Onion, which is evidently, this is a well, deep, what now what is this? Well, let's, oh God. I know that you Fernando, know. I could see the, the his face like, the flutes for a second, just one second of flutes. Okay, let's get the flutes. What is your uh, what's your BP right now? No, I my BP is back to normal. I'm back to normal. Congratulations! I'm at 140 over 65. Wow! And you can feel me. Look, you can feel the calm radiating. You do off seem me. calmer. <laughs> you gotta be crazy, but calm. But Gary Glitter wanted to go upon the Onion. Now, the Onion is a what's called a deep web account, is right? So a tour website. That Wait you a go second. To. Do you remember in Shrek? He talked about how he was like an onion. Was that a secret pedophilic message that Hollywood was sending to our children? Continue. But see, inherently, Tor is not necessarily bad, right? Because it's neutral. It's supposed to okay. be a place where you can go. It's in an encrypted form of the internet. That's mm-hmm. what they call like the, you know, there was whatever the term you'd call either the the deep internet or the dark web, whatever you whatever say. Whatever you want to call it. Dateline will be like your kids are on it. My under- you better be scared. It's true. But my, my understanding is that it is a type of browser that you have then have access to an encrypted version mm. of the internet. And so in that encrypted version of the internet, yes, is there true political freedom, right? They talk about this is how people like in in various groups they're inside of like regimes like this yeah, is how like people not, in North Korea speak this is how people yes. inside of Iran speak they right. can use these tools right he's not in the middle of Myanmar he's not in the middle of a civil war no 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 Gary no, 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 Glitter no. isn't using it for he's that in purpose. a mansion built by pedophile money right right and so then he decided to get back into it and so when he says it but it is also yes it is a place where you could go and you could buy drugs or you know the 3d printing instructions for guns or you could buy all this it's all in there it's all up in there also and so, it's just like it's not div- I, I get the 3d printing of a gun if it was hard to get a gun yeah but you it's just just get like, a you gun. got it you yeah. don't have to 3d but print it. we've now seen several mass shootings that have happened using 3d printed parts for guns because it's what helps them to not get tracked the future the future is fascinating, fascinating. um but gary glitter just immediately said to the man that was with was he said shall i get rid of this duck duck and a companion replied, yeah, I wouldn't bother using that. And Glitter responds, so what do I do next? Let's try and find this onion. Now, DuckDuck is a reference to a search engine, which also has high levels of privacy. Okay. That's also true. So he was when- immediately, he was just immediately looking to suck on some kids' feet. Well, I, and he it, wanted to get that zip, zap, zap. He wanted to get that done. He wanted a priority serve. And right. I'm sorry, the Postmates doesn't do that, Gary. No, they don't. And uh, I'm starting to think this guy is a... 
little bit of a predator. He might be. Uh, so there is no such thing as private internet anymore. Well, right? Because isn't no. it the same thing where we always talk no, about though, where it. it's like if you try to find a hitman, it's a cop. Well, like if you are on the onion, isn't it? Yes, it's encrypted. But isn't it mostly just FBI you, or whatever? If he's in Europe, whatever the hell they have over there. I actually don't. I you hear a lot of conflicting things again because of this the straight neutrality of it. You're just sort of taking that into account. I imagine that that's kind of what you are involving yourself with. With and that at every level that you are doing something that is truly criminal, you can probably safely imagine that it's half intelligent right. agency or the FBI or mm -hmm. the DEA or like any one of those places, which I, I, as I believe that they should be, but it's also where they also, you can meet people and then you can go off the internet entirely and do this right. thing that we used to do as kids call meet up in a parking lot behind a McDonald's and, and get stuff done just in the back of a Tiguan. You remember we covered how the Tiguan is a Tiguan. Yeah. Absolutely. So Gary Glitter's real name, Paul Gad, he was sentenced to 16 years because he was sexually abusing all these girls, three specifically in the 1970s. And I'm sure that's literally the tip of the iceberg. He only did half the sentence and they just released him early in February. I'm starting to think the parole board. Did he sing for them? At what point did the parole board be like, Gary, you're clean? I don't like, know. Aren't you supposed to wait until you're pretty certain they're not going to do it again? Because. He did it just really fast. It's kind of an indictment on the system. It happened real fast because uh, he was originally in jail in Thailand. I know that he went to oh Thailand and he was one of those. Oh, you know how bad he you loved to, it there a little too much. You have to be so bad if the Thailand, because they were like, they turn the other cheek. They're like, I understand tourism. We get why you're here. He must have been so egregious that they had to incarcerate him. I I don't know. This is a long story. It's, it's a very fucked up story. You should actually, if you want to Ugh. get, I'm not going to go recount all of Gary Glitter's crimes. He did a bunch of fucked up shit. Yeah, he did. And then he was released uh, because he had high blood pressure. Are you he got out of a no work way. release. He got out of like having to do, this is one little thing. I'm just on his Wikipedia that it, one thing that popped up was like he got out of manual labor because he had high blood pressure. So everyone in prison has high blood pressure. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. So it's so hard to find a pan flute that's not connected to a guy named Pan. You know what I mean? Like when <laughs> you're in jail. Flute, baby. Come on. So according to the Ministry of Justice, they said sex offenders like Paul Gadd are closely monitored by the police and probation services and face some of the strictest license conditions, including being fitted with a GPS tag, which you also are fitted with. If you have an Apple Watch or you're holding the exact phone that I'm holding now. What it says right here, I do think is interesting. As a result of the sexual offenses convictions, you will find that episodes of Top of the Pops where glitter was on them, they don't repeat them anymore. That's really sad. Yeah, wow. Top of the Pops. They're erasing history. Maybe they shouldn't have named it the exact activity that these poor girls were doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's bad. So anyway, <laughs> that was <laughs> is that what Hop on Pop is about. God, what was that other guy we talked about the other day that just died? That was also in with the uh, fucking Jimmy Savile, the musician. That we oh, we just covered him. I forget who. Asshole. Another guy where they all just Ugh. hang out. They all hung out. They they're all like this except the pure, the pure lands of Hollywood, California. Yes. So according to Richard Scorer, a lawyer. No, that's a joke. 
According yes. to Richard Score, a lawyer representing uh, one of the victims of Gad, he says that uh, he's never admitted his offenses. He's never even apologized, and he's never it's, shown remorse. So why did he get out? I I don't I thought know. You had to go grovel to these people. I think that in the UK, well, we were they, to... why didn't they bring out? They should have brought out a, a sex doll of a child and be like Gary, and then put a little string to his dick, and if the bell rings, it means his dinghy's moving. You know, and then he's back in jail. That's real. You know that's real, right? No, I don't know that's real. I, Louis Thoreau covered the he went to a, a Luther is a documentarian one of my favorite I love him. I love him he went and he spoke to like I forget what the name of his series was but he talked to people that nobody wants to talk to it was like afraid he was talking to extremists and one is yeah. he went to what is one of these it's like a halfway house it is a high protection essentially mental hospital slash prison for pedophiles and sex offenders yes and one of the things they do to see how far along you are in therapy is they put you in a little theater where they attach a ring around the tip of your dick right that's attached to a string attached to an aluminum string this is real and then they show you clockwork orange yes and they show you footage of little kids getting sprayed with hoses eating hot dogs jumping rope wearing swimsuits and shit and they see if your dick bounces at all. Well, and that's how they could tell whether or not all the stuff's working. I don't. But so, again, this is three, the top of the show. Three Thanksgivings ago, I interviewed a, uh, a therapist for non offending. Never forget. Not non offending sexual predators. Now, didn't he say and the big she, thing to do yes. was the big thing to do was puzzles? Right. <laughs> I don't that, know. That puzzles really fixed it. And then, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think that part goes away. Well, I that's think it's the, the idea. brain. You have to just be like, and now my brain has to take over for my little brain and say, no, 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 no. Well, you no. need to probably be chemically castrated, especially oh, if you're a pedophile. Lordy. I know, that, again, hot topics, really intense opinions, but I do believe that, that if you are on some level, a, a child, if you're a sex offender that it works on children and and, and, and like a child, make a molest, you're probably going to need some chemical help to not want to do that anymore. Uh, but yes, Gary Glitter, Whoa. I don't think he's on any of that. Well, anyway, because he just jumped. He was just in jail for this shit. Gary Glitter, best known for his song "Rock and Roll Part 2. Do you know what movie that was just featured in? What Joker? Oh yeah, that's right. I don't think he's allowed to get the residuals anymore. I think it all goes to Corey Feldman's house. I think he's the <laughs> just, last. <laughs> just in general, <laughs> just different. all class action lawsuits against anyone in the business. Just, just goes. give him a dime. He was also a representative for Snapper Music. Uh, this is all lying in plain sight. It's all right uh, here. Uh, oh, yes. To your point, he has not owned the rights to his song since 1997. But I think he sold them and made money on them. Oh, my God. He was sentenced to three years in Vietnam as well. You know what? We'll jump right Jesus to this. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He I don't was... think he's good. No, I don't think he's good. I think the parole board should have looked at the history, not just his wonderful collection of songs, <sighs> and said, Gary, maybe he... jail is the best for you. Well, I feel like now maybe we've all learned our lesson. And we're going to let Gary Glitter stay in jail. Maybe it's just so difficult because, you know, when it comes down to it, you know how hard it is just to get glitter out of anything? Oh, my God. Tell me about it. And that's why for your gender reveal parties, please, God, don't use glitter. I, well, also, this is the don't same. even do it. Oh, by the way, there was a comedian, and I'm blanking on his name. He was a black man, and he was very, very funny. And he had such a funny joke about the balloons that we saw over, uh, you know, the, the, the Chinese balloons. Yeah. He said, I thought it was going to be a gender reveal. And I laughed. And I saw it on Instagram. Who was it? I forget his name. So you could be, yeah, sure. But he was funny. So if you're out there, good joke. If they, great. I'm not taking the joke. 
I'm crediting him kind of, but I forget his name. That's but he was a- just on my Instagram. He's, he's like, what if it's a big gender reveal? I hope he'll be able to handle the side stories bump if it's a man <laughs> or a woman. It was a man. <laughs> yeah, I hope he can get it. Ooh, was- here comes the side stories. <laughs> ready to blow up that anonymous man's joke. Well, you know my Instagram. It's like the cheese tax with the dogs oh, yeah, and then a little joke here or there and a wrestling thing. Live from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Talk about somebody who's also having fun in jail, who was having fun in jail. <laughs> this story is another one. Makes me want to commit a crime. It is wild. So this is this is out of control. This was out of a uh, this was a HMP Berwyn. It's the UK's largest male prison. Mm. Now they're calling it cushy. They're calling it a cushy yes. prison. Well, and I'm starting why to see, would they say that? I'm starting to see why. It's because 18 female guards of this all male prison they have been resigned slash fired. From fucking everybody. They were fucking the a, a whole wing of yeah. guys. It is wild. And I'll tell you what, the biggest reveal of all of this, this entire story, some of these guards were pretty cute. They were. There's one, Aishia Gunn. She kind of looks like Lady Gaga. kind of cute. Watson, and then the, Jennifer Gavin. And as we know, in prison, obviously the men, the stuff of love. So even if you're a feminine male, now you're a woman. These are actual women that would be dateable on the outside. Oh, yeah. They're like 25s out of 10 oh, in yeah. prison. And they are doing, they are literally, they are doing like musical chairs, but with murderers and rapists and having sex with them. And they're doing well, all this shit. Like, just because, no, they're in a cushy prison, to be honest. So I these wonder are who's probably, all the guys. These are probably like white collar, maybe some people who like, Got a couple of DUIs, maybe, but nothing too violent for a prison that's cushy. But they're taking pictures with each other. One smitten guard, Jennifer Gavon, she accepted money to smuggle a phone to a robber that was later used to help the pair to exchange intimate snaps of each other, right? Ooh, and so those they, are pictures. Those are pics, the snaps. That's what we call in, in hipster land. That's what we call pictures. Pictures. Uh, guard Emily Watson, uh, I want to say it's the same woman as the actress, um, had <laughs> sex with a drug dealer who was in the prison see, for causing death by dangerous driving. See, this is what I'm saying. So yeah, you're in there. A, it's now, kind to of, be honest, 
Let's be let's be frank here. There is a reason that women are attracted to bad boys. Well, it's because again, they get most, things done. Yes, and they, they are exciting. It's exciting. exciting. They bring some spice. Spice. And also, as we've talked about with women that fall in love with people who are incarcerated, if you're one of these chicks, first of all, your nine to five has just become a nine to six to nine. <laughs> mm. Hey, hey. these jokes don't come cheap, folks. <laughs> That's five dollars on the Patreon. All right. There is you a see, guy these I- up li- see these up front, see these live. Wow. And if you make a funny joke on Instagram, I will credit you kind of. Sort of. Um, so if you're these ladies, you're just seeing a bunch of dildos walking around that are attached to men. And then there's no, they're not following you to your car. Well, that's, they can't leave. So technically, these chicks were in a hog heaven. They, it is. We, we brought this up with serial killers and the women who love them. There, there is a definite, one of the main reasons mm-hmm. is definitely because they can't leave jail. And also. And then you could go off and go live your life. You can go. Get your get your first pipe of the day, right? Because maybe it seems like I feel like some of these women might want it more than whoever's around them needs to, to give them, right? Because then you get sure. not only you get fucked in the job, but then you get to go and you get like more D outside of work. And before anyone starts going in, one of the genders were reversed. This is called a double standard. No, if, if the genders were reversed, it would still be hot. But it would be different because, again, I feel like different. a lot of the guards would look like us. Well, a lot of the women also would also know. look like us. I don't know if the women would be so willing, I, it would, which would be not. a massive Well, problem. no, of course. That would be, so that would this, be truly, this, that's a real, that's one of those, how is this a crime moments where you're like, is okay. So the second dicks, I can see why they're getting fired. I see why they're I, getting fired because you can't eat on the job if you work at a restaurant. I mean, honestly, that's the idea. They, they must have that's how they're getting fed at lunch. Although Emily Watson, she wasn't just fired. She was jailed for a year after having a fling with an inmate named John McGee. And uh, so why she actually it, was jailed. And why is it a crime to have sex with him? I know it's why it's a crime to give him a phone or like doing all this stuff or getting him drugs. I mean, obviously, which is what they were all doing. They literally were all they, it was so out in the open. They were taking nude pictures of each other and just sending them back and forth. And then you'd like you'd hear it ping across the room. You'd hear like the bleep blap. Like you'd hear the text notification. Right. And they're all like, yeah, Iron Mike just showed Tracy his, his dingus. We've seen that before. According to a prison service spokesperson, they told Yahoo News, which is only the best you, news. The overwhelming majority of prison service staff are hardworking and dedicated, and we will not hesitate to punish those who break the rules. Now, my question is, there's 18 of these prison guards. How many? I don't know if the overwhelming majority of prison staff are hardworking. Because 18 <laughs> is like so many people. It is. And to how many prison every, guards are there? To have 18 people, I mean, probably, I would say probably 100. I don't know. I don't know how much, how big well, this place okay, is. Okay, so I have my own answer. They say over 500 members of staff, they work there. And they say the corruption is uh, only eight. It's only 18 people. And uh, the corruption preventing training in the last 18 months have enhanced. It's so just they're, wild. They're, they're just... doing more. Don't. So they're showing dildos to ladies before they hire them. They say, uh, your mouth is closed. You're hired. <laughs> oh, you think that they should have the rooting complex like in- infants have? Yes. Where they suck on whatever's close to their mouth. Well, because, because according to Mark Fairhurst, he's the chair of the Prisoners uh, Officers Association. He says they've been, quote, hiring the wrong kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do you feel like in a way, maybe we'll go to the other side of this, sucking some of these guys' dicks. Probably chills everybody out. That's what I'm thinking. Kind of makes people less aggressive. 
Like, wouldn't it be that bad? Why does, although, love, why does love have to be criminalized? Although, um, Can't love be legal? This I, house chooses love. That's what they need. They need to have one of those signs, like I've seen in my neighborhood, love. where they say, this, this prison chooses dick sucking. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. My only thing would be, what if there's a fight over one of the ladies? Why, well, then you get really tense. But that's why, I bet you, Ernest trying to recruit. Because it yes. starts at three, and they're like, okay, I can't suck this much dick. I Like, I literally, I'm full. And so they start bringing mm. in other girls in. You got you getting used to horny ass dudes. I've seen how gangbangs start. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of documentarians. According to Fairhurst, again, he's the dude in charge of the uh, POA. He says the staff has been recruited, but they don't do face to face interviews. It's all done via Zoom. I mean, which sure. you would think that you would want to see the 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 build of the lady. Would you want to watch? I mean, it's a prison guard. You got to be you got to be capable. Why uh, side stories? Lpotl at gmail If you're a female prison guard, I'd love to know what was the process of getting the job because I do think it would be cool if you set up like a 200 pound sandbag shaped like a guy, and right. you're like, get that sandbag from here into this cell over here. Right. We got to see what they do with it, right? And if they just keep feverishly kicking it in the dick. You're going to be like, I love your spirit, need some training. But if right. they figure out a way to get you up and around, like, I feel like that could be a good way to do You wrestle, wrestle like one of those punching guys. You see, you know, have you seen those? Like, I've seen that, like, you know, they, where you, you punch the mannequin. Yes. So this is not something that is hyper unique. Uh, oh, British no. outlets have reported of these 18 women since 2019, 31 women across England and Wales have been fired from jails for fucking the inmates. I think it's because wow. you've got some guys. These are lonely women. They are very flirtatious. I guess. They talk about this. These guys, they really, you know, you you do develop a relationship with somebody over time. You've been together for you a long do. time. I do you remember it. the story about the woman that helped the guy break out of jail? Well, and the, then we like, had the two guys upstate. Yeah, and she the, blew her brains out. That dude, he seduced the way to go. The other story with the woman that helped the dude that she was toffing in jail mm. get out, and then she ended up committing suicide, and he was just like, oh, it ain't that deep, and he didn't commit suicide, and they just scooped him back up. Well, Jennifer Gavin, she was sentenced to eight months. Man, that's a lot of time, right? Yes. And for, then, for, like, for love? It is. What if you fall in love behind bars? I don't think you're allowed to. But how can how you stop the human heart? Well, you put him Who's back putting and you put him in jail. Who's putting blinders on the jail. human heart? Well, I mean, but yeah, but the thing is, that, don't you think that won't increase their love like Romeo and Juliet? I think they're going to forget about each other. Yeah, I do. <gasps> because you know how that is. Like, even when I just did like, <gasps> I think like, no. all, that's why they say no. it's sort of like how they talk about like well, TV show romances, but then the show is canceled. Showmances. Well, a lot of times romances. that's put together by PR teams during the time when they're when they selling the show. Not anymore. PR teams have stopped doing that. Oh, but, no. Uh, they're saying with Oscar Isaac. Notor notoriously very flirty with his leading women, but he keeps it out of his, keeps it in his pants because he's classy, but he knows he's got to give some lip service to all the ladies that are all sure. lathered up, well, hoping that they can possibly be Jessica Chastain one day. All I know is, if you have a relationship in prison, once the door closes and you're free and you're back in that driveway, or you're back in that parking lot, no, no more. Well, because again, that do was prison me. That. Do that was, not expect that. That was me in there, prison me. Because yeah, that's the thing. That's what's difficult is once they're out of jail. Because you've seen, we've seen like I don't know if you've seen it. Marcus got me into love after lockup, so I have seen a lot I've of that. Seen a few videos. I, it really does. It takes a lot of work because you got to help somebody get back into society, and a part of that needs someone maybe needs to drain this man's balls, maybe just to help him. Right. And again, that's why I feel like more it should be weaponized. Maybe that's the idea of like, you know, you have some guards that are there for guarding and you have some guards that are there for fucking. 
Interesting Zabrowski prison plan. I just saying, like, add some love. Wouldn't it change what uh, prison planet? Make it fun. Make it fun. I mean, if everyone's going to be incarcerated at some point in their lives. Um, no, I don't know. That's not true. I hope not. Do you plan on being arrested? I already sort. I did my time. I did my 24 hours. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yes. You did. Um, do you want to talk about this Ouija board story? Oh, I exactly was going to bring up. Because I think this is so interesting. And there's a part of me that almost believes it. This because is the Ouija very board, as someone who's dabbled back in my high school years, you know, there's something about it. And it's fun, but it can also make really scary nights. Well, this is one of those where you wonder. You really wonder. I, I love Stories of like weirdo mass hysteria, I yes. still are good, are still fun, just as much as if it was real, if they were mass possessed. So, yes, this is great. 28 schoolgirls were hospitalized with anxiety attacks and a whole series of other issues in Colombia after playing with the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. When I read that, I immediately think of our uh, Salem episode. And I feel like one, the cool girl started. She's like, bam, bam, bam. Or maybe it wasn't, wasn't the cool girl. And people are like, oh, okay, now we have to keep up. And then 28 people decided to have mass hysteria. According to Hugo Torres, he says, there were 28 possible cases of anxiety in school students. And according to an outlet, alarm bells went off after the girls reportedly suffered signs of fainting, anxiety, and other symptoms at school. Well, there's a thing. There's a, one of my favorite animes with Serial Experiments Lane. Ooh. And in that, they talk about like, they're, they're, it's, it's a very big anime theme I've seen come up with the idea of like group suicides amongst children and, and this type of and using in like something nefarious happening. I'm, cur I'm currently the, uh, playing Persona 5 Royal still. and it's a lot of that. Oh, it's yes. I'm an what? hour 30 of well, I guess it was supposed to be like an hour, uh, 120 hours. Of Jesus Christ. Um, what's that movie where it starts where every all the stu students are sitting there and they're on the uh, subway platform and then they all jump. It's really, it's a Japanese horror film. It's what really, really good. What the hell really is that good. movie? It was good. I know exactly what you're talking about, but this is the type of thing, but it's yes. real. So this is really, really cool. They don't know what's going on. Well, and so this was at the Galeris Educational Institution in Galeris. This is in Colombia. According to the, an outlet in, from Colombia, alarm bells that went off at the girls reportedly suffering signs of fainting, anxiety, and, and symptoms after school because kids get together. They got all the Ouija boards together. Right. First of all, how do you, Fernando, can I ask, how do you pronounce Ouija in Spanish? Is it Weeha? Weeha, and they call it Weeha there, and so like Weeha. they go and it, but they got the Weeha boards right. They all got together and did it, and God knows what they're asking. They're probably asking like, "What's the deal with Pedro Pascal? Will he ever kiss me?" Even though if he did, he should go straight to fucking jail because you're a child. Well, okay, let's not bring Pedro Pascal into this out of nowhere. Of course, he's simply a successful <laughs> actor trying to do the best he can on Hot Ones. But interestingly enough. They were playing with the Ouija board in school. Well, of course, because that's and, what you do. You got probably like oh, study there's no Ouija session. boards in American schools. This there is better obviously be in Columbia. No, well, no. Now we have a Satan. You don't have anything. We now have an after-school Satan club. That's the yeah, thing that's but happening. that's under constant pressure. I think technically kids could be like, "It's my TikTok religion" or something like. They could say whatever they want, and then I teachers would, can't do anything because they. Did you see the thing about the? the bulletproof school cordons that they have, they're developing in Texas Good. where it's a giant fold out square Good. that's bulletproof that you get all the kids inside of that you can Perfect. close it up and they can just riddle that with bullets. Oh, that's so fun. That's such a great, uh, that's such a great Let way them to have solve Ouija everything. Boards. So one mother exclaimed, I work here in a hospital kiosk and every day I see three or four children arriving after fainting. Oh, well, I wonder what I, it is that's happening. Well, I wonder. I think it might be something with asbestos or maybe the maybe the pipes aren't very good. She goes on to say, parents, you have to move 
investigate what's happening at school because our children cannot continue to suffer in this situation. Well, it sounds like kids get, because I know you did it. I did it. I remember being in elementary school. We played with a Ouija board. Got to. Right? I remember us all believing that fire had erupted from the Ouija board. I remember it could thing, And we talked about this. Happen. But it's also, there's, I remember being very susceptible. Also, we know that most poltergeist uh, activity is attached to younger people because Children. of their, 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 their spooning little guts making themselves into horrible adults. But it's like, I could see how, like, they all got together and be so overwhelmed by it because. The Ouija mechanism. Have you ever truly used a, a Ouija board and have watched like it. the and I've have, tried. have you watched it jump? Have you seen it happen I to feel you? Like, yeah, I think that we had some movement on my board. Yeah, like I've watched it. You watch it kind of like kinda like and who knows? Who knows whether or not there really is something to the the energies you're directing that kind of that manipulated. Maybe there is phantom subconscious forces that Could cause be. like muscle twitches, which is what they say that causes it to bounce around. But whatever it is, if you believe in it hard enough, now you're in that fucking world. You're in the I world mean, and it, it's very frightening for a child. I think it's still healthier than having these kids on TikTok. I, I think I, it's healthier than Twitter. I do too. I would say, my child, you have a Ouija board that's better than social media. I believe so too. And, and you get more out of it, more real information. That's what's yeah, I think so. So one mother, at, or the, the same mother from before, she said, our children always have a good breakfast, so it can't be that they're hungry. So I don't know. What's I know, that's, and that's such on. a that's such a, like an idea of like, well, we'll feed them more. And it's like, no, I just think that they're just very, uh, they're overwhelmed, and uh, the the Ouija, whatever's happening, is freaking them out. And I don't yeah. know who they're asking about. It could be asking about Harry Styles. They could be asking oh, about. I'm, I'm sure they're asking for. They're doing kid stuff. I mean, this is Columbia, so I don't know what the big Colombian pop stars are. We ever do this thing where you stuff. You ever do the thing where you um? It's either the the flappy oh, where you do the, the flappy. flappy and you choose and then you flap out and you find out what the future. You ever done the one where you do the circle mm -hmm. where you do the spiral and the thing? I forget what that one's called. Uh, being lonely, trying to talk to girls. Well, you're like trying to that. connect to them on their level. Right, because they were always very mystical. Yes. Um. So a lot of people, like this Torres woman, she says that she thinks the school is almost trying to cover up something. They say this is like making a mountain out of a molehill. And maybe there's something going on with these children that needs to be discussed. And it's not the Ouija board. Maybe it's the heat. Or maybe it could be the heat. Or maybe it's stuff like, you know, I mean, who knows the power of the, the Ouija board? According to Patriot 555 in the comments, the one time I played with it, I was in college back in fall 2006 with roommates. I asked it who won the World Series game tonight. It perfectly spelled out Detroit Tigers with no work <laughs> on my part. I was freaked out and I threw it away. So you don't know. It comes in all different. And technically, you should have bet, right? I hear and someone else. Here's here, and here we go. We got a kissel in the chat. Immature minds and underdeveloped intellectual intellects are the products of this TikTok and YouTube generation. Music videos and lyrics glorifying satanic flavors in all things musical and fashion, and ultimately mind frame opening portals and windows into realms that are just as real, just as real as the physical realm. Wow, these comments are fascinating. Um, I'm starting to think that we're not really ready for this conversation as a people. <laughs> Satan and Satan games would do that to you, even though the anxiety and destructive forces are worse with Satan's other games, such as Cash for Life, Powerball, <laughs> Mega Million, he's Lotto, the that Daily is, Three that Numbers, is where he's and the Daily Four Numbers. People continue to play with Lucifer himself. I'll tell you what, they just gave, <laughs> this according to Chuggy D, they just gave rights to the demons. 
Most will be oppressed their entire lifetimes. The rest will be possessed, and it will be a dark path that they will wander. You know what? I'm actually happy these people chose this article to comment on as opposed to, again, any other social media platform. This is where your energy should be directed. Come at the New York Post with their weird Ouija. Because also, there's the New York Post is... Also, as an entity, afraid of the Ouija board. They, they are. are everyone's course. afraid of the Ouija board. Well, so I feel the Ouija board is a tool that you need to use and understand that it could partially be a connection to a spiritual realm. Or is it more of an examination of your own subconscious? I don't know. I don't know. There's another person who's a little skeptical. They say, why would demons need a game board to enter a human? That makes no sense. Bunch of attention-starved drama queens. They played a game. That's according to Castman five four seven six. All right, well, I love way, comments, man. There you go. So in Colombia, they're playing with the Ouija board and they're finding themselves a little lightheaded. Right from your grave. Now, if you want to still talk about finding yourself lightheaded, this one woman found her husband lightheaded because she found his dead body uh, with the top of it missing, hidden Ooh. inside a bunch of Christmas decorations because he killed himself a year before. Dude, I saw that. This is a, this story is. She didn't is, like him very much. It was a year ago. It's just, this is one of those that makes me understand. Okay, let's just, let's, let's just sort it out here, okay? I know Bill Burr already did the jokes about how, like, uh, the love for a man is conditional, right? Yeah, that's like, great any of, like, Bill Burr joke. Yeah. It's very, very funny. Um, But this does make me understand just how, like, how low on the totem pole of society the husband oh, resides. Oh, trash. Yeah, you, you better I mean? provide, provide, provide. <laughs> and then if you even it. remotely come close to asking for something, <laughs> you're done. I don't often fully come on the side of the husband. But this guy obviously was looking for some help, and he couldn't get it. No. And he, it was, it's just wild. All right, so this was saying that uh, Jennifer Mage, uh, that he, uh, this was the woman who found it, right? And uh-huh. it was her, her husband, Richard Mage. Now he went. He disappeared in uh-huh. April of 2022. Just disappeared. So his wife was like, "Oh, he must have just disappeared." Well, you know how what? husbands are. They always go on trips for a year right. and never call. Right. right? Uh-huh. So and so Jennifer. So the Howler report. So now Richard. He disappeared on April 27th last year. Right. He, he called his wife Jennifer Mage to tell her, "Hey, I'm leaving work early." Right. Mm. And he said he was coming home. But Jennifer, you couldn't find her, contact him after she returned to their house, right, in Troy. She found his car parked outside. She came in. She was like, right. where the H-E double hockey sticks? Right. It's Richard. Right? Dis- like, uh-huh. She looked under a placemat. She went over to a couple of throw pillows. She looked under the throw pillows. Uh, like, I'm looking here. Richard. I don't yeah. see that, right? They went. The police came, searched the house. Uh, they couldn't find it. And they, because uh, later on, because then Jennifer, she called to the police saying, you know, there's something smelly in my house. You might want to redo the check, right? They came and rechecked yeah. it again, looked over the whole house, right? It, very interesting to see that she wasn't, like, dragged in forced to confess to murdering her husband. Sure. Right? That is interesting. So they, this is cut to a year. They have no idea. So they don't say, I will say, in any of these articles I read, it doesn't. I don't hear a lot of, like, extensive, exhaustive search. I don't hear anything about like we scoured the world and we couldn't find him. I mean, maybe I'm incorrect. I might be, if you want to do, let your fingers do the walking to find out whether or not Jennifer Mage did all that. I don't know, right? No, we don't know. Uh, Because, but still. So we fast forward to this December. Jennifer is preparing for the holidays. She went to look for her Christmas decorations in the storage area behind the closed cupboard. Uh, under a staircase. It was like a Harry the, Potter like closet. It was like yes. underneath a set of stairs. And next thing you know, she's rummaging around. And evidently, according to the Belleville News Democrat, that's where she found her husband's body 
eight months after he was last seen. Now, he was wrapped up in the Christmas decorations, which number one tells me, what do we all hate in this entire building? Christmas. Oh my. Well, it's right. just. He it's hates not, Christmas. You we, know, it's not the. I love. In, it's, I like the vacation. I like that we, that other people don't work and that means that I don't have to work. The thing that I hate about it is, it is three fucking months long. It never stops. It never stops. And I just we don't like you the, Christmas. We I wish you Merry Christmas. Can't handle happy music because it's not it's the, appropriate. It is the best shotgun buying music. It is. Where, where That's just, just what like, I think. You just know. We're and contrary. So, yeah, of course, I understand. Some people like things. Um, but he went, it's so he shot himself in his own head inside of his the closet, right? And he obviously, I feel, this is a very husband move of, I wanted to ruin Christmas for you as well, right? Like, I wanted to make sure I hated Christmas. There was obviously something that was happening because he, like, he was... Under, under some duress. Now, what do we know about people that commit suicide? It's like, oftentimes, they, they, you won't even know. And what's actually kind of scariest a lot of time is that when someone comes out of a depressive period, a yes. lot of times that's when they are most vulnerable to suicide because that they're now gotten the energy from a very distinct depressive period to yes. actually do an act. And also it's what's interesting sad. about suicide is that it's an act of homicide. So it is actually a very distinct, it's a, it's a very hardcore act to Absolutely. do. Um, so this is what she said. So she says, because eight, so her husband disappeared eight months ago without his car, apparently. She no, says, his car, yeah, because his car was out front. She says, I decided to put the Christmas tree up and I was looking for a tote of Christmas ornaments. I tell you what, and that maybe, okay, this is really judging and this is not, this not, I shouldn't say this probably, but. So she's grieving so hard. She set up for Christmas like three weeks early. I, I mean, not I, to be in, not, not no, to be. In. She was just going like, like she was so excited. She had a Christmas hat on. I, I, I'm again. I'm not. I don't know. We don't know. Um, but <laughs> she was willing to celebrate Christmas. But again, maybe she was just going through the motions. I get it. Absolutely, of course. So of course. she says, I decided to put the Christmas tree up, and I was looking for a tote of Christmas ornaments, and that's when I discovered him. He had committed suicide. So that's sad. It's incredibly sad. Uh, like, there was I, no uh, no evidence of foul play, and they do say that Richard died of suicide. But I think you're right, Henry. I think he was like, "You're gonna fucking know. You're you're not gonna know where I was until uh, it's Christmas time." It's just weird because I'm really looking this up, and it really like they just kind of went like, "Oh, you know what uh, it is." I got some evidence here later on in the story. Yeah, I got another. I have an, another follow up right here. This is according to Jennifer Mage. She wrestled with how to mark the occasion as Christmas approached last December. It had been eight months since her husband, Richard Mage, vanished in April after texting his wife that he didn't feel well and he was headed home early from work. Mm, that would and explain the suicide. I know it may sound odd. I was just trying to figure out the best way to celebrate the holidays without knowing the whereabouts of my husband. I get it. I had been contemplating that for weeks before I decided to put up some Christmas decorations to put me more in the Christmas spirit and to honor my husband in a way. I get it completely. Now, the one thing that I'm sure the audience is thinking, what about the smell? They say it was sewer-like. Now, this was able to sort of go under the radar. Everyone knew it smelled bad because it was a hoarder home. So yes. the house was a hoarder that home. That was the thing. So the house was just, a hoarder home. And, and so he so had just hid amongst the mess. Yes. A hoarder home to the degree. And then again, that a body was able to decompose for eight months. I just watched. I want to throw up thinking about it. I watched a hoarder um, thing where the woman was hoarding her shit and it was buckets, you know, the green. Oh, buckets. yeah. I saw that one. It's uh, I it makes me want to die. Oh, God. And then the guy said at the very end of it, they were looking at a pile of her shit. And he said, 
So when we leave here, then they threw they threw out the final thing, and she said, and they said, "What are you going to do?" She said, "I'm not going to hoard my poop anymore." But uh, but I think that she that sounds like a Gary Glitter promise. Yeah, I think that she probably um, still. So did. again, this is more according to Jennifer. I'm glad we actually we continued the search so that I could find a little bit more on this. She says he had mental health issues in the past, and he would get help for it. And he told me that he knew the breaking point. He would get help. So this would be the most far-fetched of anything. They would actually go through something like this. Yeah. He never verbalized anything like he would take his life to me. Um, and also, then that's what you say, like, it was the day after. They searched the house. They they just didn't find anything. Also, they, the cops, you got to open the Cops I, go open I, the door. I just, I, I, I don't know. All I right. think Honestly, I think there's a lot on the term hoarder here that we don't. I think that. I think the cops were like, Ease. yes, Ew, I think like that they earnest. showed up and they were like, Duh, we've looked long enough. Thank you, guys. Because Jennifer says she would not describe her home as a hoarder home. She said hoarder is a strong word. He would that my husband was more of I would consider a pack rat, which means he's a hoarder. He's a hoarder. Yeah. But um, they, yes, and was, it was because they couldn't go through everything. If there's so many different layers of smell in your home, yeah. that the smell of a dead rotting body was covered up, I could see why when the cops came in, yeah. they were like reticent. They were like, mm. you know, like, <laughs> I just had a half a sandwich in a never-ending bowl of soup, right? <laughs> Which is about, for me, seven bowls of minestrone soup. Mm. And now I'm just like trying to deal with it, and they just don't, they just didn't want to go all the way. Also, the body was found in a mummified state. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Well, just just lastly, as far as stories that I think are interesting, there's a giant seaweed blob right now. Uh, this is headed, weird. It's literally visible from space. It's 5,000 miles. It is a seaweed bloom, and it is heading towards Florida. So didn't have that in my 2023 bingo card. Uh, no, so, not yet, because it just started. These are called sargasm blooms. Sargasm. Sargasm. <laughs> That's when you come to sargasm. I think a sargasm, isn't that technically just faking it? It's a thick mat of old of algae drifts <laughs> right. between the Atlantic coast of Africa and the Gulf of Mexico, and it is providing a bunch of uh, marine life. It's a habitat for marine life, and it's absorbing carbon dioxide, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it's heading towards you, Florida. It is. Uh, it's scary. Guess what, Florida? You deserve it. The red tide. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. So well, you get. I, I mean, I say like, let. I'll do something about the seaweed blob, maybe. We don't want to lose our constituents in Florida. Florida. We don't. You're a great state. Red Tide has caused dead fish oh, to Oh, my mom has shore. been talking about Red Tide. Oh, God. This is Red Tide? This is oh, how it's going to start creating flutes, more please. Red Tide. Please put the fan flutes so, on. Because well, oh, your mom's been talking about Red Tide? I just like, my mother, she calls me. She's like, it's nice Henry calls Thomas, me. sometimes I feel like half of my life is gone because I can't sit at Caledici anymore. What? I was like, why can't you go to the beach? Why can't you go? She's like, the red tide is disgusting. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, but you can still sit on the beach. She's like, it's everywhere. And you go, and every time you go, it's like, I just want to sit. Now I'm looking at all this mush. And I was like, so you're saying that you don't like the way it looks. It's, and you don't like what how it, it's affecting your mood. She is correct. You're right too. According to Brian LaPointe, he says, it's incredible. He goes on to say, what we're seeing in the satellite imagery does not bode well for a clean beach here. So your mother is correct. I'm just going to end Your mother here. is correct. She just, I, I need her to have her outlets. I do. You know, I, I, I need I, her I to have her outlets. I need her to have the places where she goes. This is where she went. She almost got uh, 
made love to against her will by that dolphin. <laughs> That's where she met her. Well, probably was going to be my new daddy. Yes, indeed. Uh, dolphin daddy. But well, apparently, anyway. apparently is God, gonna rip my mother to shreds. Uh, so anyway, yeah, be careful there. She was um, looking for it in a way. Oh, you know, in many, many ways. Uh, yeah, LaPointe says you have the Congo, the Amazon, the Orinco, the Mississippi, the largest rivers on the planet, which have all been affected. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, red tide is happening. Red tide is happening. I know it's, and it's bad. because of increasing fertilizer use. It, yes, that's what it says. And then when it comes on the shore, it does smell bad. So I do understand it is a bummer. You know, I'm just saying I need the red tide to, to stop for me personally because mm-hmm. it's no, affecting my life. I understand. I understand. All right, everyone, it's time for Hero of the Week. <laughs> We're going to be in Australia in uh, August, and I really hope we get to run into this hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is a good one. The, the name of the hero is Nickers, and he is an Australian. What's his name? It is Nickers. Oh, Okay, and it is believed K N I, like. Can Snickers. we just call him fellers? <laughs> you are <laughs> too much. No, let's not even let's not even joke about it. He is believed to be Australia's biggest cow. He's a seven-year-old, and he's oh, the he's the six shit. foot four. He's so and he weighs big. three thousand pounds, and he's as tall as a basketball player. They say, and um, it's because he's so big. You would think, oh, you better butcher him. He could feed a whole family. But no. That's what they said. Finally, the fucking people of Australia. Too big to fail. Respect the large size mammal. Yep. And they say he will not be eaten. Look at the size of that fucking cow. He is fucking He big. is so cute. I, you know what? Honestly, if I was the butcher, I wouldn't want to go anywhere near him. No, he's Because as soon as he hears the other ones screaming and crying, he's going to be like, now it's time for me to equalize this son of a bitch. Also, I think we know for a fact, big meat, he's not going to taste that good. I think that's the real reason. They they yeah. are they are patting themselves on the back for saving this this cow, but I think it's because the meat wouldn't be very good. Yes, but that went are... to one of those general general farms. Gentle farms, not a genital farm. And she went and it was a uh you go and you you pet like animals that have been like let out of jail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And one of them was these GMO cows. And she's like, it's fucking like the Dave Batista of cows. Oh, was that cute? Like they have like rippling muscles and tattoos. Well, some of them, yeah. There's like the disease. If you better be too. careful because you don't want to get these fucking prison guards in Europe because they're no. gonna start fucking them. Well, that's probably true. Um, apparently, you are correct. Uh, he was too big to go into the export to the plants uh, chain. He's too big. To be killed. That's all they got to so do. So literally. He Homer he was, Simpson his way to he, freedom. Yes. He says we have a high turnover of cattle. And he was lucky enough to stay behind. Do you see the pictures? Because they just of, couldn't fucking fit him. You see the pictures they use of Michael Jordan for scale? They keep on saying he's as tall as Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan was 6'6". I tell you what. I bet you Michael Jordan's pissed that they keep using his likeness without asking. He's probably going to sue these cows. They say you'll have to put him in a paddock. And all the other cattle seem to be attracted to him because he's tall, so he's a leader. And that's and, what, says, and that's all these tall guys. They don't got to fucking do jack shit. That's why do. half of them will cheat on you. No, no. It's much they don't got to try and do it's anything. It's much more difficult to be large. When he wants to get up and start walking, there's a trail of hundreds of cattle to follow him. We all know when Nickers is on the move. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Because <laughs> of the snail trail of from all, all the cattle. horny cows. Of all the cattle. <laughs> 
Old Saint Nick. We'll call him Nick. Yeah, let's call him Nick. There you, you know, go. Good for him. Good work. And again, remember, that's a it's important lesson to learn. Make yourself too big to be managed. Absolutely. And yeah. a great a, a great Australian Australian cow. Australian cow. Australian cow. Perfect. Cow. Perfectly done. It's Australian. Here we go. Uh, I heard a way to do it again. Keep your upper lip tight. It's an Australian cow. That's how you do an Australian really accent. Good. Australian cow. That's really good. Really good. You're just like old uh, Hemsworth. I'm just like him. Hemsworth. Now, here here's some listener emails. Aren't you excited? A few months ago, I was getting ready for bed. I'm tucking myself in while I go to get my headphones that I sleep with when I notice I forgot to close my bathroom door. My glasses are off, and I try to tell myself I'm fine and just leave it open tonight and it's but it's bothering me more than usual just so just always it. handle it just handle always handle it. It. that's what i do i did the same thing oh there's nothing worse you wake up you get a phone call at three o'clock in the morning from some spam account and then you're like ah, i gotta pee and then you delay it for an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. now oh, you're just awake just now you're it. just hanging on now seconds after that i notice at the top of my bathroom with the door is hinged i see a black hole that's so black it stands out against my night lit room right suddenly I see a silhouette of a black figure that has a hat I so tall. I see a little silhouette of a black figure. Got a moosh, got a moosh. Very good. Now, it's so tall, it nearly touches my ceiling. It's a t- hat so tall. We talked about the black hat man before, yes. right? Uh, its hands are clinging to the side of my door, uh, sticking its head out like it's badly peeking at me. That's very creepy. This is creepy. Now, I can't stop staring at it. and I do self-checks to see if I'm dreaming. I'm very much awake. Something in me is keeping me from looking away from it. At this point, I'm now getting what I can only describe as flashing imagery of what this thing looks like while I'm looking at the black silhouette. I'm seeing two images at the same time. What my eyes are seeing and what my mind is being shown. Its skin is green and menace, and it has a menacing grin. Oh. It looks like a goblin, but with a flat face, and the features barely protrude. Hat is purple and looks like a dunce cap, but with a large curved tip. Cool. Right? That's my, that's my aesthetic, yes. dog. Goblin aesthetic. Now, I'm feeling so transfixed. Now I'm seeing what looks like twinkling stars of various shades of green and purple are falling out of this figure hanging at my door. It looks like realistic digital art that is slowly loading. It starts filling up faster and faster. I'm starting to get more scared. I'm starting to get a feeling that it's not going to be good for me to see this image completely fill out. I want to reach for my phone, but all I can do is cover myself with a blanket and cuddle into my husband. That's scary, too. Wow, the husband's there just doing nothing. Wake him He's up. He's sleeping. Just wake him the fuck up. The husband's got to work. I know. Please, God. I know it is. Now, I don't remember falling asleep that night. It was a bit of a blur after that till morning. And I couldn't stop thinking about it for days. Cool. Very interesting. Reminds me of the Babadook. It's very similar to Babadook. The Babadook. And the worst, and actually the biggest villain and horror inside of Babadook was the parenting. Now, we have one more. This is a haunting or health issue, and I want to ask you this question. Haunting or health issue? My wife and I recently moved to a new apartment building near D.C. Since moving in nine months ago, I've had the most curious happening. Yeah, Matt Gates constantly looking out, uh, looking <laughs> at your window, trying to have sex with you and your wife. Welcome to the Bill Maher Hour. Oh, my God. No, Bill almost, Ma- no don't worry. He's going to save CNN. I thank God. Somebody help. Yo, please save. Please save. hot takes. Please. No. Almost every time my wife and I have penetrative sex, Ugh. I have been recently. Why did he say it like that? Because he knows what we need to direct our <laughs> listener to understand what's happening. I don't know. Right? Now, I get the feeling in my left big toe. Oh. He feels as he's having penetrative sex with his wife that there's a string uh-huh. t- pulled on his toe. Oh. And it's pulling on it, 
right? Yeah, it's pulling so, on it. Yeah. Like a little lasso caught my toe and a tiny cowboy is just yanking and jerking on it. Uh-huh. He says, it's weird, right? Yes. It's a little weird. And he says, the question is, am I being haunted by a little ghost that's trying to tie a little string to my big toe and he's jerking on it while I'm trying to make love to my beautiful, intelligent human wife, human wife. that exists? Okay. Or is it a health issue? Given your historically great medical advice and familiarity with the paranormal, I figured that you guys could give me advice. Well, I mean, honestly, we got a pulling on the big toe. Is it possible that it was his wife? Was she plucking the big toe around? How? Uh, no, it's probably the sign of a small mini stroke. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say that. So you know what? That's official. Official side source. It's not a big deal, man, because no. people have mini strokes every day. Every freaking day. My father has like nine a day. And just like when you play the slot machines in Vegas and you're like, ooh, mini jackpot, and you look up, 10 bucks. Exactly. So just it's a little a bit deal. of a stroke. A little bit of a stroke. All right. Or you might, you might have, I honestly, I do think you might need to stretch or drink more water because it sounds like a Charlie horse. It sounds like you have tense muscles and you get little twitches in your feet. Depends on how do you use your feet. You're a working man. You say, I'm going to work a man. Are you a professional soccer player? Because oh, who that would hurt. Maybe he stubbed his toe earlier. Or if you do a lot of yoga, soccer. like a lot of yoga. Sometimes if I do more than like three hours of yoga a week or something, my feet will cramp up because I'm you, you suction the floor like little cups. Sure, like a little frog. Okay. Really good stuff this week. Really fucking good stuff. And every day, right? Live your life knowing if I just eat this second plate of mac and cheese, I might get too fat to work. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? Like that cow. Laugh yourself to the goddamn bank. Homer Simpson in your moo-mooed butt all the way <laughs> down to the benefits place. Just fucking absolutely be unattainable. All right? That's the goal. Be un... You can't fucking... What are they going to do? They're going to fucking tell you you can't have s'mores anymore? Nah, man. That's your liberty. All right? That's what the French fought for in 17... And that's what Americans did. All right? When we elected the brave Joe Biden. <laughs> to this goddamn yeah. the most important scene yeah. in the face of the fucking planet. We Thank chose God. freedom. All right. So you chose freedom. All right. So make sure you got like, because you're going to love your new frame uh, of bed because you will have to purchase a big, durable one. You have to buy did a bigger bed. By the way, did you see the Thousand Pound Sisters? Did yes. you see how much weight Tammy lost? I know. It seems, to be honest, it seems like it is unsustainable for her. You think she needs to gain it? It's not getting back, but I'm saying, you think? I mean, well, she should think of it. She'd be, she'd I mean, be thinking still about asked. the brand. She'd be thinking about the brand. Yeah. Uh, first of all, yeah, again, we're not here for the I mean, 750 the pound sisters. We've already done this. The producers are literally killing me. Well, yeah, she's, she, she lives a life of pain. Yeah, she lives a life of total I, pain she, for people's amusement. She needs to leave all of this and just go to a place where no one will ever see her on camera ever again and live a normal life. But that's difficult because we also have the same sickness, the same void, which is why we're performing live April 8th yes. Fine Arts Theater in Beverly Hills. Go to getitmade.la slash disasterman to get your tickets and you're going to see you're going to see two men that it's are working hour. their way it's going to be an hour it's going to no matter what an hour will pass you will show up and yes and 45 minutes 45 minutes up to, an, to hour. an hour you know what I mean but then didn't you um, see yes see us before we go to the woods of course we'll be on next tour did you I think we're bringing sexy flax is a good name for our next tour we're bringing we're, sexy we're, we're flax we're bringing sexy flax <laughs> We'll, well, you know, we're, 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 we're going to bat it around. We got to bat, bat it around. We're going to bat it around. I'm just saying we're bringing, let me know. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Congratulations. Yeah. All that's right. how we end it. No, your March 24th, 25th will be a wonder content. Yes, I can't wait. It's going to be good. It better be. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. 
For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.